Welcome to the Chronic Sex Podcast. Chronic Sex talks about how self-love, relationships, sex, and sexuality are all affected by chronic illness and disability. That's not all, though. We'll also touch on intersectionality, social justice, empathy, current events, and much, much more. Given the range of subject matter, this podcast is not suitable for those under the age of 18, and unless you have headphones, you probably shouldn't be listening to us at work. My name's Kirsten Schultz, and I'm your host. I'm so excited to be back for season two. Before I dive into today's episode, I want to thank our supporters over on Patreon. Nico, Andrew, Rafe, Kylie, and Elatrice. If you want to join these badasses in supporting the show, you can go to patreon.com slash chronic sex. Now, let's talk about why I haven't been podcasting in like a year. (laughs) Obviously, the first thing I want to do is apologize for the ridiculous delay in episodes. My health tanked a lot this time last year, and... I'm dealing with something that hasn't been diagnosed or really frankly taken seriously Um, on top of my other health issues. I had a new diagnosis. I, you know, went through PT and pelvic floor therapy and more, and it's been a lot to handle. And I'll be honest, too, our current political climate is daunting at best, It's very scary to be considering being more open about my sexuality, my gender, (laughs) sexual health and rights in an era when our Veep has suggested queer people aren't employable due to disease or that it would be fun to murder us. And it's just, it's exhausting (laughs) on top of fighting for disability rights and disability justice you know, things are going backwards for a lot of queer people, and it's just very hard. And I think I needed to take some time to do some self-care and fight that fight. I don't know if it's helped, but (laughs) I at least am back. (laughs) You know, like others, I felt safe to come out at the end of 2016, as gender fluid and as pansexual or queer and it's scary to feel like I have to pull back now to to have to protect myself on top of that I've been open and out about my disability issues for the last decade I mean what am I what am I supposed to do with that I can't hide that and I can't back down is I guess what I've decided. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't like it. I'll tell you that much. I don't like it. <laughs> um, 2017 was a huge year for the site and for me as a sex educator. I got to present at a number of conferences um, around the United States and Canada. And, you know, the, the first presentation I did was all by myself at a major academic sexuality conference in Canada, and it was just so cool. I really had a lot of fun, and I was nervous and migrating, but everybody was so kind, and it was just one of the best experiences I think I've ever had. Um, and I'm really, 
really happy that this is like what I get to do with my life. On top of, you know, presenting places and traveling and working with a large number of companies, um, I also wrote a lot. You know, I, I wrote a lot on the site. I wrote a lot for Healthline and, and other sites about the intersections of chronic illness and gender identity and sexuality and, and, you know, sexual health and all of that. And it was really cool. I also got interviewed quite a bit, which was fun, um, over like the last year I've been featured in U.S. News, Broadly, The Ontarian, HelloFlow, and been quoted in Metro UK and Teen Vogue. So, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of cool. And I'll be honest, too, I've gotten some emails about doing some more um, interviews for some major health sites, and I am excited and nervous and scared all at once. <laughs> um, it's really making me think I need to revamp the site a little bit <laughs> to make it a little nicer looking. Um, and now it's 2018, and now we're here, and... There are so many cool people that I'll be talking to and so many things that I want to share with you guys and also just so many things we need to talk about, right? Um, I won't get into too much of that stuff right now because I just want this to be a hi, I'm back kind of short episode. Um... But I think it's important that we talk about, you know, consent, that we talk about what enthusiastic consent means and how to read people (laughs) and how to handle different situations that we all find ourselves in. Um, But I also want to talk very frankly about the Me Too movement. And, you know, it's, it's something that I think has uh, waited long enough, far too long, and I'm glad that it's happening. I want people to listen to the voices of those who don't get listened to, though. You know, we're all used to hearing people that are white and rich and famous talk about these things at this point, and... Not as many people are listening to the graces of this world or the people who worked in Silicon Valley that left their jobs because of sexual harassment and misconduct being done to them. Um, And we need to start listening to that more. And we need to stop victim blaming and start taking responsibility for our actions and for how our society and, and the values of our society influences the actions of others. Um, living in a patriarchy means that men get the final say on most everything. And it's frustrating. <laughs> and nobody likes it. Um, and, well, except for men. <laughs> men tend to like it a little bit more than anybody else. But we also need to talk about 
what it's like to be trans in these conversations. What it's like for people who are trans who have experienced sexual harassment regardless of their gender identity. And we need to be very careful about how we're wording things. Because when you say, oh yeah, women say time's up, that erases so many people. It erases trans people, non-binary people, other gender non-conforming people, but it also erases the experience of gay men who get hurt quite a bit by some of these comments as well. And we just need to be mindful of that. Um, and mindful of how other intersections play with us, right? Race, disability, poverty. It's all important and it's all worth talking about, but we have to do it in a way that lifts up voices that aren't always heard about it. So that's my two cents on that. <laughs> um... I have big plans for this year. I'll be presenting at a number of conferences, and I'm really excited about it. Um, the first one is the Playground Conference in Toronto at the end of February. Um, and I'll also be back in Toronto-ish um, <laughs> the first week of March, the middle of that week, doing a workshop at... Um, a, a sex positive store so I'm very excited about that and I'll, I'll send out more details when that's all been confirmed <laughs> um, I'll also be presenting at Clexicon in Las Vegas um, I'll be on two panels one that talks about um, representation of disabled queer people in the media and uh, how that just doesn't happen <laughs> um, but also on a panel called Let's Get Cliterate about queer sex education that I'm so excited about. This whole conference is amazing, you guys. I get to have a photo opportunity with the two hotties in my life from, <laughs> in my life, they're not in my life, but um, from Winona Earp, the people who play Officer Nicole Hot and um, Waverly Earp. I'm, I'm very excited about that. Um, <laughs> and there's tons of great other people there, too. I'm just... I get chills. I'm too excited, and I find them both attractive, so... Enough said. <laughs> um, also going to be presenting at some things locally here in Wisconsin. Um... A uh, conference about polyamory in um, Dallas in July, um, talking about how, you know, having a chronic illness or a disability might play with polyamory or ethical non-monogamy. Um, yeah, I've got some really cool things happening this year, and I'm really excited to share them. Um, it's really hard to hold some of these things in until... You know, everything's confirmed because I want to tell you guys the second I know. Um, but it's good. It's a good thing. And anticipation is good, right? <laughs> All right. So that's what I have for today. I know this is a really short episode. Um, but I'm very excited. I'm doing some 
interviews today and next week and the week after to talk to some fellow sex educators and um, bring you their voices about things that are going on, things they've been through, um, and, and their viewpoints on different intersections and all that good stuff. So um, make sure to check out the site. And I'm so excited to be talking to you guys more. And have an awesome day. I love you guys. Chronic Sex is produced every two weeks by me, Kirsten Schultz. I use music from Pottington Bear because they're awesome. You can find show notes and more over at chroniccex.org. If you're enjoying listening to the show, please subscribe, and that way you won't miss a single episode. If you're on iTunes, it'd be really chill if you'd take a minute to rate the show, too. Not only does it give me great feedback, but it also helps the podcast get seen by people who may not know it exists, and that's pretty cool. You can support us over at patreon.com slash chronic sex. As always, you can find links to everything at chroniccex.org, from social media accounts to resources to sex toy reviews and more. Until next time, please take care of yourself and remember that you are a freaking badass.